artists will just be existing in names so that when you have an ipad they will just come but you go to the district or the constituency level they are not there to to have offices in all parts of the country currently ghana has 16 regions we have uh, the national capital accra is also there then we have almost 267 or so districts and the constituencies are 275. Right. So if a smaller political party will have to rent, mm. you are looking at over 300 locations, locations yeah. almost 300 locations to rent in these places. And average, if they are even supposed to pay, let's say 5,000 in rent per year for each location, mm. that's a lot of money. Yeah. So I think it's also a major challenge which we have to look at. But you look at the size of a country like Ghana, Maybe do we need all these political parties for a population of around uh, almost 32 million? Yeah, right. Do you need almost 30 political parties or maybe some eight political parties, some 10 political parties who are ready to meet the requirements should be allowed to operate without any impediment? So the commission will look at all that. For this particular function where you are in charge of cracking the whip, I don't know a situation whereby a teacher will be assessing the students uh, to determine those who have passed and those who have not passed, and the teacher will engage the students to let them know why. No, obviously there should be a criteria which should be known by all, that you are supposed to meet A, B, C, and D. You are supposed to have a well-functioning uh, district office, at least two thirds of our districts. You are supposed to be having a functional, regional, national office. Once those indicators are very clear, and before we embarked on the exercise, we wrote to the political parties to inform them that the EC will be going on the uh, field to be able to check all this. The stability of our country since it borders on the right of a Ghanaian citizen to vote and to exercise that inalienable right to vote. Our understanding as we pick it up is that the Electoral Commission of Ghana is desperately planning to discard the 2020 voter register and replace it with a new voter register, which register is caused the taxpayer and the people of Ghana to build with 80 million US dollars thereabout. Our understanding is that the Electoral Commission is seeking to make the national ID card the only source of justification to register onto the voter ID card as their basis, the voter register. Our concern primarily is that in the past, since 1993, voter registration exercises that have been undertaken, you normally have the provision of a guarantor of other persons guaranteeing for persons to get onto the voter register in so far as it is established that they are Ghanaian and are of age and of sound mind and to participate in Ghana's electoral process to vote and be voted for. There's no amount we are asking. And well, 80 million in, in Ghana cities now will be about 400 and almost almost yeah. 500 million yeah. and our budget for this year is not even up to 20% uh, of that so clearly there is no truth to that
Uh, currently, we've sent the document, the uh, CI, on the registration of voters to Parliament, and what the Commission, based on interactions with our, our political parties, as well as civil society, you know, IPAC is made up of the EC and political parties, but we have civil society organizations that have observer status. We have we had plenty of discussions with them, and last year too, we had a, a meeting in one of the hotels of the political parties, civil society, for two days, and it was agreed that uh, we well, now that the Ghana cadres. Has, has made a lot of impact in our society. As we speak now, almost 17 million of our people, of Ghanaians, have registered for the Ghana card. So the commission, in collaboration with our, our partners, took the decision that now let's have the Ghana card as the main requirement. So what this means is that as soon as you acquire your Ghana card, with the continuous registration, you just go to our district office, the, the district where you are located. So let's say you are you reside in, let's say, Tema, right. Tema Central. As soon as you acquire your Ghana card, then you go to our, our office in Tema Central, then you go and register, then your name will be put on the roll of voters. Basically, that's what we are doing. And you know, the Ghana card is acquired at the age of 15 based on the information they put out there. Yeah. So what we are saying is that we should encourage people, go ahead and get your Ghana card. As soon as you turn 18, then you present it to the registration officer, and instantly you are going to be registered. And when you look at Ghana's population, we are looking at those who have attained the age of 18. Those, those are the people who register to vote. And I made the point earlier that the Ghana card is acquired at the age of 15. And this continuous registration, we are not registering all Ghanaians. Okay. We are only registering Ghanaians who have turned 18 since the last registration exercise. And when you look at uh, what the experts tell us in terms of the, uh, the numbers, the number of people who turn 18 every year will be about 400 to 550,000. So as we speak now, we are looking in a year, we are looking at almost about 900,000 or so people mm -hmm. who have not registered. So we are not registering all Ghanaians in the continuous registration exercise. We are only registering those who didn't get the chance to register in 2020 mm -hmm. and those who have turned 18 since the last registrations. And what we are saying is that acquire the Ghana card. And this exercise is continuous till the next elections. So, you know, next year we have the district level elections, which will probably be between maybe September to November mm -hmm. thereabouts. So we are going to be registering Ghanaians from when we begin. Till that time, then when we have the elections, then we come back again. So we have a space of almost two years or more. You're welcome back, and you've been listening to um, the electoral electoral commission's Dr. Uh, Bosman Asari, and you've also heard Haruna Idrisu, the minority leader in Parliament. Uh, expressing some concerns. In the course of this week, we have heard very significant persons, including former uh, EC boss, Dr. Afarijan, say, among other things, that, quote, Ghanaian citizens don't lose their citizenship if they are 18 years or older, but do not have the Ghana card. So the moot question is, why make the Ghana card the only means of identification for purposes of establishing eligibility to register to vote? It says one way to dodge this problem is to use a voter's register that is not polling station specific on election day.
until such time that the BVDs are configured to be interactive in this way. My concern about any of the two registers being used at the polling station on election day is that it opens the door more widely to two kinds of voting infractions, namely multiple voting and ballot stuffing. And I suspect these are some of the issues that the political parties are concerned and also uh, the democracy and good governance watchers are concerned about. So once again, welcome to News File. And my guest, Dr. Srebo Kweku, Director, Electoral Services at the Electoral Commission. Kofi Bentel is a lawyer and senior vice president in Mani, Africa. Elvis Ankara, right here in the studio, Director of Elections, National Democratic Congress, is here. Uh, Nana Ya Achempem. Jantua, a general secretary, Convention People's Party, the CPP, and Dr. John Sayakwapong, political scientist, democracy, and development fellow at the CDD Ghana. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning and welcome to News File. Good morning. Right. Good so, morning, thank you. Um, let's begin on this note. We are very thankful that uh, Dr. Srubokwaku is able to join us, but let's begin on this note to hear why there is this opposition to the LI that is being proposed to be uh, tabled in Parliament. At the moment, it's at the committee's level, we understand, to be tabled in Parliament for uh, a potential change in the uh, way we organize elections. Now, the provision of the LI proposed that is getting all this attention is this particular one. It says that a person who applies for registration as a voter shall provide as evidence of identification the national identification card issued by the National Identification Authority. That appears to be the problematic provision and this is found in I think that's in the section uh, regulation one, sub uh, regulation three. three. So first of all, as a, as a major stakeholder, you have just issued a statement. We, we've seen the statement by um, your chairman of your party, Ovozoan Pofo. What is the problem with this ally? Thank you very much and good morning to all our viewers and listeners. Um, let's begin with what I'll call the fundamentals. Right. So the Electoral Commission was created to serve a particular purpose. And everything that we do should be based on the Constitution. If you look at Article 42 of the Constitution and I read, it says every citizen of Ghana of 18 years of age or above and of sound mind has a right to vote and is entitled, very critical, entitled, so it's an entitlement to be registered as a voter for the purposes of public elections and referendum. So it is an entitlement. Then we come to 45. 45 talks about the, the functions of the commission, but E says, 
to undertake programs for the expansion of the registration of voters. So if you look at these two provisions, it tells you that the framers of the Constitution had a certain motive in mind about the functions and the role of the Electoral Commission. First of all, the citizens that attain 18 are entitled, and the Electoral Commission has to make provision, create a conducive and congenial atmosphere to facilitate that registration. Now, what we are saying is that with this Ghana card proposition that they are making, first of all, if you look at the numbers, and the statistics is not even consistent, but what we have is that as of July, based on Ghana card uh, uh, NIA statistics, 16,654,072 people have been enrolled, 13,317,612 have been issued, and 3,023,918 have not been issued with their Ghana card. So there is a challenge, there is a problem. Now, the EC is always talking about its independence, its independence. And yet the EC is relying on another state entity, which is the NIE, whose CEO is appointed by the government, reports directly to the president. The EC has no control over the functions of the NIE, and yet is depending on that NIA card and making it the sole document. And if you look at the statistics, it shows clearly that over the years, they've not been able to meet their own targets. So what is the guarantee that at the end of the day, by the time they open the register, limited registration, and time to vote, people who have turned 18 would have received their Ghana. This is trite logic. And that is why over the years, since 1993, provision is made that apart from the primary document, which in this case, it will be the NIA card, there should be some provision for other documents. And in the past, it was a driver's license, it was the uh, Ghanaian passport, and the guarantor system. These are all systems that have been put in place to facilitate and make it easier for people to register. But this is assistance on an NIA card whose rollout is still ongoing with a lot of challenges, numerous challenges. I mean, the NIA themselves, they, they have thousands of cards. They don't even know how to identify the people. The process, I mean, there are certain areas that you don't have network connectivity. There's so many, many challenges. These challenges have not been addressed. So why is the EC insisting that it is only that NIA card that will be used for subsequent registrations? That is the crux of the matter. Every year when we are getting to elections, the EC goes to parliament to promulgate an ally to guide the elections. Mm -hmm. This time, they are doing it far in advance. So that is good enough. We have had situations where the ally comes just late in the day. And remember, uh, during Afrajan's time, I think that was his last days, the ally that was made that omitted journalists to be given the opportunity to vote before election day, before we knew it had been passed. So you couldn't do anything about it. Now, your concern is that because the NIA has not yet captured all citizens, that's the reason using the NIA card, the Ghana card, is untenable. Mm -hmm. that's, that's the basic concern. So let me reiterate what I said. 
So you are insisting that the Ghana card should be the sole document for identification. Right. NIA, over the years, has had a plan to roll out. Don't forget that they told us that they were going to do instant issuing. They've not been able to do that. And based on their own projections, if you look at the numbers... I got my very... card in 2018. Okay. Instant issuers. Okay, but now it's a difficulty. When you go out there, you see the queues, you see the chaos. Okay, so there is no guarantee that they'll be able to issue out all these cards before the elections. And when an EC whose mandate is to create a conducive and congenial atmosphere to facilitate easy access to registration for people, whatever provisions they put in must be reasonable. Whether it's one year ahead of time, two years ahead of time, it has to be reasonable. This is not reasonable because the card you are depending on, the people who are supposed to give the card are not even ready. And I think for recently, even with regards to the, the SIM card, said they would not be able to deploy so many cards. So there are issues and there are challenges about the ability of the NIA to deploy the cards within a certain time period. They've not even given us any guarantees. And indeed, if they even gave us guarantees, we cannot take them by their word. Because per their own proclamations earlier that they were going to do this within a certain period of time, they've not been able to do that. Yes. That is why for any reasonable person, if there's no ulterior motive, if there is no, you know, why is it that in the past there's always provision being made that look, in spite of the primary documents, you should have backup so that just in case somebody hasn't got that primary document, there is that opportunity for the person to, be, to, to register. Is that, not, is that not a very reasonable, you know, proposition to make? You, you like the idea that we are ruling out the Ghana card. Oh, yes, we, we, are, we are not. We are not um, you know, at the time, even the, is it the health insurance card mm. was part of the identifiers. Mm. And through the Abu Ramadan line of cases, the Supreme Court struck it out. Mm. Now, in uh, that decision, the Supreme Court had this to say. I want to hear what you have to say about it. Uh, Georgina Wood who was Chief Justice, she's the, one, she's the one who wrote the judgment. And she concluded, a very last paragraph, that the need for a credible and reliable multipurpose national identification system comprising the relevant data and communication infrastructure that would answer to most of our national needs, whether for electoral planning or developmental or other purposes, is greater than ever before. We think the time has come for the appropriate authorities to respond to this need. You agree with this? I agree, but what has it been in this context? When do we get to this place? <laughs> Basic common sense. At least let's finish with the NIA processes that we are sure that every Ghanaian, okay, the statistics says those who have enrolled, those who have been issued, those not issued, at least let's finish that process. And even after that process, there must be provision. After this ruling, mm. when they took out the NIA, what were some of the other documents? The passport, the driving license, and then an existing voter ID card. You always, and when it comes to enrollment on any database, Ghana is not an island. There are international standards, international provisions that determine how this is done. So Ghana is not an island. In every jurisdiction, when it comes to enrollment, there is a primary document and there is a secondary document. You can check all over the world.
So what is this insistence on a Ghana card whose rollout is still not over? A Ghana card who the Ghana, the NIA themselves give us a schedule, give us a timetable they've not been able to fulfill. So common sense and logic will tell you that within the next two years, many people who are otherwise eligible will not have received their Ghana card. And so you are denying those people the opportunity to vote, to register to vote. And the law that sets you up says that your job, uh, 45E, says you must undertake programs for the expansion of the registration of voters. Mm. And what you are doing will rather limit registration of voters. Now, let's talk about the challenges of the Ghana card itself. Many people, especially in the rural areas, where network connectivity is a challenge, are having difficulty. You, you, I'm sure your team have gone around mm. and they've seen the queues of people and the chaos at the various Ghana card registration centers. On the, on the Ghana card processes so far, uh, we have this slice about the updates and we'll share them with you so you can follow um, what is going on at the, at the NIA itself and the numbers they've been able to register uh, or capture so far and cars they have been able to issue and how much of the population of uh, 30.8 million is left to be uh, captured out of the number that they intend uh, to capture at the age of 15. So we have a total population of 30.8 million. That's uh, who we are in Ghana. And the population of 15 years plus eligible to receive, register and get a card, 19.9 million, 19.9 million. Um, as uh, you can see over there. So the Ghana card says, at a certain point, what we had was 15.7 million cards had been issued, 15.7 million. Remember that it is 19.9 of the population that are eligible to receive, and 15.7 uh, million is what has been issued. There is 4.2 million more to be issued. My question, uh, to register and to be issued. My question to you, there are those who even have an updated figure of 17 million, which brings the figure even less. No, but is it possible? Can I ask this We're dealing with statistics. Yes. Is it possible? I have my figures here. Mm. It talks about 16.654 million enrolled, mm. 13.317612 yes. uh, issued, yes. 3 million not issued. You, you have 16, and then, and you have 16 million yes. plus. And, we, and we are using a, we are, we are using a data very of 15 good. million and then plus. and then the electoral going, commission has received hold, a data of 17 million hold, plus hold, hold, my hold. question to you is uh, the number that is left mm -hmm. granted it was even 4 million left who are eligible okay. and all that 4 million is not a voting population mm -hmm. is it possible to find other means to ensure that these people get registered get their id cards so that they are able to register before election 2024. Okay. So first of all, to answer your question, these 16 million, within what period, or 17 million, within what period were they registered? What was the target of the NIA for that registration? They set the targets, okay? And they were not able to meet that target. So what is the guarantee that the rest of the people, they'll be able to register them within whatever they tell you, they'll be able to register them? There's no guarantee. There's no guarantee. So based on that, that is why we, way back, 1st December 2021, the NDC wrote to the NIA, request for information on the number of persons registered 
and the number of cards issued as at 31st October 2021. The National Democratic Congress extends its compliments to you. We would be grateful if you could provide us with information on the following. One, the total number of Ghanaians registered by the National Identification Authority as at 31st October 2021. The total number of non ghanaians registered as of October 31st, 2021. The total registration figures by administrative regions and district as of October 31st, 2021. Statistics on documents used as proof of citizenship prior to registration as of October 31st, 2021. And then we, we thank them. They've not responded to this. This is a state institution paid by the taxpayer. The NDC is the biggest opposition party. All right. The, so the let me, they've not responded. Let me, let, me let me go on the phone now. Let me just, let me just, it's important yes. I land. Okay, we have two hours. Let, so let, when I'm let, making a point, no, but, you have to allow me to land. It's, no, it won't no. take two minutes. Let, let, me, let me land, let, let me tell you this. It's let me tell you this for starters. It's important I, that I, I land. This point I cannot starters. be speaking, okay, you, and you I'm just about to land. Speaking. Yeah, but I'm just about to land. Now, I, I want you to know something. I just want you to know something. Just hold on. I'll let you speak. I just want you to know something. There's actually a reason I have elected to allow you to speak at this length. Yes. All my guests may not get the opportunity to speak at long as Very long good. as you have done. Very good. Because we believe that if the NDC was in agreement, we may not be having this discussion. Good. So I want you to appreciate okay. that I've actually given you more than it may be necessary to speak. Okay. Okay. So please, just conclude. Very good. So go I appreciate on. you giving me more time, but it's important that when I'm making a point, in the middle of the point, when I have just 30 seconds, I must conclude you were so that it will be exciting. You were done before I was, I was about to was move on. So going forward, we want the NIA to respond to this letter and supply all the political parties with this data. We need this information. We need to know which districts have more people registered. Because something funny is going on. A lot of our MPs, Kwame Abuja gave some frightening statistics. I heard him. In his district, mm. okay, less than 20% of the people have, have, have not been registered. And the challenges are more in the rural areas. If you look at our rural our, 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 our statistics of our population, majority of the population... You, you meant to say less than 20% have yes. registered. Yes. Okay. Okay. Or have received their cards. That's right. Whichever way it is. And if you look at a uh, 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 Ghanaian population, the rural-urban dichotomy, there are more people in the rural areas that are in our strongholds. So we are seeing a certain trend. So we are saying, NIA, give us the information. We'll look at it. We'll analyze it. Then we can have a more meaningful conversation. Okay. But you right. cannot force our hand to agree to something when you are not meeting okay. your very basic Thank targets. You. Thank you. Now, before I go to the Electoral Commission, um, Kofi Bento, thank you for your time. Um, what do you make of the current debates? Thank you, Samson. Do you hear me? Yes, please. So the current debate is exactly because we have an electoral commission, which has essentially become a pernicious institution. It refuses to do what is written in the law. It arrogates to itself powers it does not have. It creates an unnecessary cost and stress on this country. And you have political parties like NDC and co. It wouldn't even respond to them. So this debate, if you check, in the past about four election cycles, we almost every time have 
a strained debate about registration. And here we are again. And it doesn't make any sense. If I have some time, I'll just read you what the constitution The constitution says compile a register. Mm. And in Tenadi, it was made sufficiently clear to the Electoral Commission that your job is to facilitate voting. Your job is not to do things to make people lose their right to vote. It is the other way. Mm. And you have a situation where this Electoral Commission chooses not to listen to the law, not to listen to even the main parties. We have a judgment against the EC to do things it refuses to do. And then it just goes ahead and does what it wants to do. When we go in, we'll look at some of these details about why the EC is becoming a lawless institution and sends us around these things every four years. Mm -hmm. God has kept this country from a civil war. The EC is tempting fate. And we should stop it at the point. Kofi, it refuses to be audited. Nobody knows the extent of its assets. Kofi, can we just speak to the specific issue at hand? Um, they are seeking to bring an ally by which people who have turned 18 since the last elections and before the next elections will have to be registered and added to the, the list of the, of the register. They are not seeking to create a new register. They are seeking to add on those who have become qualified. And they are saying that by their information, 17 million of Ghanaians age 15 and above have their ID cards. In that regard, there's a small number left. And the numbers you intend to register by every year who turn 18 after the last election will be less than 500,000. So what is wrong with this approach? If they are seeking to add people, what it means is that all those who have already registered will not be excluded through this arrangement. That's correct. But you have a situation where they are passing a law that says you will only be eligible, essentially, if you are registered with a Ghana card. That is patently illegal. Because the Constitution does not say so. The Constitution says that identify the person. And the Constitution is a right. It says every citizen. And if we have time, you should just read Tenadi. Tenadi solved these problems and said that the right to vote it's a constitutionally guaranteed right. You cannot use administrative law, whether it is there or it is not there, to remove it. So if what you're saying is what is true, then all of us who have registered so far will still be valid if we don't re-register. And that the rest who have to register should come with a Ghana card. That itself is wrong. Because the constitution does not require a Ghana card. The constitution says that identify, be shown that you are a Ghanaian. Any means by which you can show that you are a Ghanaian is valid. If you read the various CIs, it shows that the election officer should just confirm that you are a Ghanaian and of sound mind, the thing that you need to do, and that you are on the register. And the important part about the EC's register is this. The EC in the Constitution is asked to compile a register. Compiling means it exists already. The EC is a commission. There is an authority today in this country that is supposed to create an identity document. So you can compile it from there. Part of why we have this problem is the abject failure 
of the NIA to complete its simple map, uh, mission all these years. And I, I, I like the fact that you read Georgina Woods' um, judgment that we have needed this thing all these years and we have spent enough money. I don't know. I don't know why it should be this difficult to issue ID cards in this country for all these years. So that is one of the reasons. If we had an NIA that had issued all these cards, then it would be easy for the EC to compi compile the list from that card. But even if they did, it does not stop a citizen who can prove that he's a citizen from voting if they don't have the Ghana card. The Ghana card is not your proof of citizenship. It is but, just but a Kofi, you know, that confirms it. Kofi, you know that beyond the constitutional provision, there is the need for a mechanism. And that is why over the years, we have looked for mechanisms to, as it were, operationalize the constitution, which says identify the individual as 18 of sound mind and a citizen of Ghana so they can vote. And right. the Supreme Court has not even only said that the right to vote is a constitutionally guaranteed one. It has moved beyond that to agree with what is now world standard, that it is a fundamental human right. And that's yes. why through Churchill, now prisoners can vote. Yes. Um, so, 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 the so, so let me deal with that. So you are saying what it says is that there must be a system where you can show what you really are. Exactly. So Samson, I agree with you that we need an administrative procedure to do that. But what we must tell everybody is that the administrative procedure does not replace your rights. And that what you are saying is that we must figure out a way to prove what is already in existence. So that, for example, Kofi, so that, for example, Kofi, you cannot say, Tenade is a classic example, that even if it is one individual, his right must not be denied. But Kofi, yes. the point is here. Well, the Supreme Court has actually stopped a whole election process for yes. district assemblies because one yes. person's right was at stake and we lost yes. millions in that process yes. but Kofi, yes. the, the point is that what are you saying are you saying that if i don't get registered i i can show up at any voting center any day and say because i'm Ghanaian, i have to be allowed to vote that would be chaos so that's you why you need a system no you can't say that so you should just disaggregate what you're saying your citizenship is in existence already we need an administrative system to prove it to the ec official but the ec official's job is to allow citizens to vote we are saying that the nia by now should have created that system and not that the nia is an authority on identification now the failure of the nia is part of why we are where we are and i think they should get their act together that is the, one the Number nia two. the nia replies you that stop saying it has failed um, because it doesn't ha it's not working to any deadline what is doing is a is a continuum you decided one minister or is it the cabinet decided that there should be a linking of sim card to whatever and nia came to tell you that you can't compare us with your deadlines the minister is giving but, deadlines and repeating yeah. them so the nia is not a law unto itself mm. and there can be reasonable measures reasonable reason says that it should not take this long it should not take this amount of money and we know how many cars they are trashing the number of times we've gone around this so as for discussing the nia that's another matter but the central point is if the nia had done its job this would be easier now even if the nia had gotten everything 100 percent correct having or not having the ghana card is not 
what makes you or does not make you a Ghanaian. So the constitution requires that for if for any reason you don't have the Ghana card, but you can prove that you are a Ghanaian, you have a right to vote. By some other working of the law, certain other things can happen to you know inter interfere with that. But the fundamental point should be made that the ultimate success of the EC is to make sure that everybody who has a right to vote, as in is a Ghanaian of sound mind and about 18 years old, etc., gets to vote, even if they don't have a Ghana card. So the Ghana card should help us to do this. Mm. Now, the point is, if for any reason you don't have a Ghana card, you have a birth certificate, you have a passport, you have something else which sufficiently guarantees that you are a Ghanaian and of 18 years, etc., etc., etc. The EC has a constitutional duty to make you vote. Okay. Um, hold on there. Uh, Dr. John Osayan-Kwapong, um, I suppose that Kofi would agree that we are aspiring to get to a system as you may find elsewhere in the UK, in the US, where we do not have multiple docu documents to identify a citizen. So if that is where we are aspiring to, what is our challenge with what is being pursued now? So I, something, so yes, I agree. Uh, the aspiration is great. I don't think that too many people would, would disagree that uh, a national identification system is a bad thing, right? The, the whole Ghana card system and linking it to other systems where at some point every citizen has, you know, one key form of identification that they can present for different kinds of uh, uh, interactions with the state, whether they are voting, whether you are opening a bank account, whether you are asking for service from a public institution, that's great. The question is, between now and when we fully meet those aspirations, how do we deal with some of these contentious issues that that come up, especially for something like our elections, right? I mean, our elections already are you know highly contentious issues in terms of you know the issues that comes up the charges from both sides etc etc so you actually don't want to compound it by introducing another element that raises that raises the state for me what i see at stake here beyond just the administrative issue of can everybody who turns 18 between now and 2024 um, get the Akana card so they can, you know, be registered uh, as a voter. Uh, the, the, the bigger issue that I see here is that there, there, there is also an issue of trust. In my observation, it appears that our two major political parties have come to some way somehow believe that their electoral fortunes really depends on the actions of the Electoral Commission. And so you tend to see agitations of who is the EC. And you also see agitations around voter registration and the voters registering, you know, who is getting on and who is not getting on and what are the processes that get you on there. And so you actually see elements of, you actually see elements of that playing out uh, in this debate. My, my, my belief is that you have to operationalize the constitution, like you said. I mean, there are certain fundamental tenants that one has to meet in order to be able to vote. How do you make it come alive administratively? And for me, 
you because voting is a fundamental right you don't want to make the barriers to voting so stringent that you disenfranchise people right so my contention would be okay between now and when everybody can get the ghana card and it becomes a smooth administrative process to just walk to an ec office at the district and show your ghana card and get on the voter roll are there acceptable other acceptable forms of demonstrating that you are eligible to vote and of sound mind and ordinarily this shouldn't be that contentious for us to say okay ghana card but here are some exemptions right i mean in the u.s if you if you are hired on a job and you are filling out your i-9 you can show your u.s passport or you can show your driver's license or a state id in conjunction with a social security card but we are having this fight because beneath all of this is something we've come to believe about the ec and i think trust is missing and we also believe that our electoral fortunes depend on the actions or inactions of the ec and so from an administrative point as an electoral commission knowing that you would have to find a ways of working with the political parties to reduce that level of mistrust and make reasonable accommodations i'll throw in the last point i can't um, speak to these matters without citing a little Afrobarometer, right? So you would notice that in Afrobarometer, the Electoral Commission is facing a serious perception of trust in the eyes of citizens. I mean, you've seen trust in the EC, those who say they trust the EC a lot, decline to almost about just about 10%. So all of that is fueling um, this sort of debate. So when you start coming with coming up with such administrative rules that ordinarily may even seem reasonable, there's already that atmosphere of mistrust that is hanging over your, over your head that makes it more difficult. Mm. So for me, it behoves upon the EC to make reasonable accommodations so that you don't heighten some of these issues around uh, already high stakes uh, elections. All right. Um, uh, Nanaya, first of all, as uh, a political party, you must be excited that the Electoral Commission is rolling out continuous registration so that we don't go through this indignity of having to be joining queues, days, spending precious time, you know, in queues just to get on the register. But what do you say about limiting seeking to limit the identifier for the registration to the national ID card. Can you hear me? Yes, Good morning. Please. Good morning. Okay. Thank you very much, and thanks for this opportunity. Good morning to my brothers. These are my big brothers, so this morning, they are going to bully me. But the point is that the national identification card nationally we are saying it's going to be the only form of identification even with our sim cards you can re-register it with only the national identification card so if you put this argument in perspective it means that that card is going to be the only identification you can use for any form of transaction even with our bank accounts they are telling us that now we should come and update our records with the national identification card now without so it, it without it you can't actually uh, perform banking transactions you cannot 
not do anything. So it, it is going to, it looks like it's going to be the sole identification for every form of activity we do in this country. Number two, you, maybe you have to educate me. I just noticed that those below the age of 15 don't have the national identification. They are not qualified. Why are they not qualified? That's the but my dear, then it means that the law is flawed from the very beginning. Are you telling me that those children from zero to 14 are not Ghanaians? Because you are telling us that this card is what is going to identify me as a Ghanaian. But you have taken out a certain segment of Ghanaians. At zero, you were Ghanaian immediately, you were born, your father is Ghanaian, mother is Ghanaian. And now you cannot have an identification, so they are not identified. Uh, but, but at zero, you don't need any identity document to, to do anything. Who said? As in America, when you are zero, they give you a passport. Who said now the vice president is saying that at a point we are going to travel with this document? It's going to be e-visa. So if you are going to travel with your zero child, don't you need it? No, no, I mean, seriously. Zero to, are you telling me that these young ones, you can open a bank account for your zero child? You can open a bank account as a way of doing an investment for that zero child. And it will be in the name of that child, isn't it? If somebody is 12 years, you can do a bank account for that person. And how do you update the person's record? And how does this person access their bank account? So for me, it is flawed. If they are telling us that this identification is for voting, they should let us know. At IPAC, we discussed it. The CPP said that, as Kofi is saying, it cannot be the only form of identification. There should be other forms of identification. But if you look at it, the nation itself is forcing everybody to go that way. And once the nation is forcing us to go that way, what then do you think the EC will do? The EC might have credibility issues. Political parties, they are, not, uh, trust, they are not trusting them. They might have it, but this issue of the Ghana card, the whole nation is moving towards that. So what do we do about it? And I also have a, an issue with the National Democratic Congress. The National Democratic Congress, they have decided not to come to IPAC. That is where these decisions are taken. And when the decision is taken, then they come out and they say that we do not agree. The forum where you can bring out your own issues, you are not there. You sit on the sidelines and you oppose. How is that? Whatever happened between the EC and the National Democratic Congress, we believe it is time that it is resolved. Whoever has an entrenched position should back down for the sake of the nation because it is not helping us. It is bringing chaos into the political space. Because when EC takes a decision or we go there, if one voice says that we do not agree, another voice says we do not agree, and the majority agrees, what can be done? You cannot insist and say that I do not agree. But I, you, I pack, you are saying IPAC is not a lawmaking body. It is not a lawmaking body. It is a discussion body. So we go there and our inputs go into a CIA. So if you are not there and the CI is brought to parliament, you don't sit on the on the fence. And I've always said it. Why are you out of IPAC? Mm. So, so what was your IPAC? input as the CPP to this CI that you now clearly no, state I, I, you, 
you well, don't support. I'm representing the CPP. We said that we should have other forms of identification, as Obi Mental said. Do you get me? You were outvoted. <laughs> we, we discussed. Mm -hmm. There was no vote. We discussed. A majority of the people thought that since the country is going towards a Ghana card, then we should all go towards that way. But still, I do not believe that it should be so. Now that even this has been revealed, that 0 to 14, they don't have it. Then what is their sense of it? Okay. Because they are also Ghanaians. Mm. Let, let's hear from the EC. And this is, this is uh, deliberately structured. So we hear from the EC last, and then you will be able to ask your questions or respond to how the EC is thinking about this. Uh, Dr. Srebokoku, thank you so very much for making time to join us. Um, so as you can see, both the political parties, of course, at this point, we can say safely um, that except the ruling party and perhaps those others that were for it at the IPAC that we do not know about, so far on this table, on this platform this morning, your approach is faulted. Good morning, uh, Samson and my colleagues. Uh, my greetings to everybody. Uh, I want to correct you, my, my, you yourself, Samson. You have been saying LI, LI, but it's rather CI. CI, so I want you to. CI. Yes, yeah. you have been talking about me, LI, LI. And also uh, to my brother Benter, uh, he says the electoral commission doesn't want to be audited. Uh, if you if you wouldn't mind, you can go to the audit service. And as I speak, we are responding to somebody who that was done just this year. So electoral commission cannot say that they will not allow asset audits. I will come for the asset audits. You come, you come. You, uh, I will come. you have not come, so you come and get it. Oh, we've tried and a number I'm, of times. So thank you. <laughs> okay, I'm saying come. Don't worry. Then my brother, I on to my greeting to you. Uh, I'm happy when people quote Article 42 of the Constitution. Forgive me if I get it wrong in terms of quotation because I'm not a lawyer. But it, it is clear that if you're 18 years and you're Ghanaian, of sound mind, you qualify to vote, therefore we should register you. So I believe that anything that the Electoral Commission would do that will stop people from registering is a form of antithesis, meaning they're going against our own rule. But we should also bear in mind that. The law says, if you are a Ghanaian, if you are 18 years, so how do we establish that? Do you just, are we saying anybody who presents himself that is a Ghanaian should be registered? He's 18 years, should be registered. Something, if you followed the 2020 election and previous ones, you heard that all the confusion surrounding registration is about who a Ghanaian is and who is 18 years. There are parties, especially the two big ones, will be accusing one another of having perpetuated the registration of minors and foreigners. So as electoral commission, we cannot sit there. That's why we are always adjusting our system. First, we are not using biometric. Now we are going biometric. We want to do anything that will remove the chaos that is associated with our registration. If you go to Article 51 of the Constitution, the article doesn't say that, and I want to quote, the Electoral Commission shall, by a constitutional instrument, make for the effective performance of its finances under this constitution or any other law, and in particular public elections and referenda, including provision for voting by proxy. 
So the, the constitution makes provision. The constitution knows that even though they are stated the condition under which you should register, you need to do certain things to establish the identity of the applicant. So you can't just stand up and say you are a Ghanaian, you are a registered. Now, if you take the 2020 registration, I wouldn't want to be quoting, uh, I was mentioning the names of constituencies so that I'll be branded being anti or pro party. But in a particular constituency, when we started addressing some foreigners who had managed to register, 52 foreigners, 52 foreigners, voluntarily submitted their ID as a electorate committee through that they were they registered through the guarantee guarantee system and they were missing mis misdirected or misinformed. So what do we do to stop this? Anytime we compile register, we will spend a lot of days cleaning the register based on challenges and fight and the rest. So we said, okay, how do we improve? We put all these things before IPAC, not electoral commission, before IPAC. And in, for the last election, we had 12 candidates. This time, only NDC did not attend. And it was interesting to know that even though they have not been attending, anytime we are holding a PAC meeting, we send them an invitation. When we finish, we send them the minutes. So that they will, even though they are outside IPAC, they will be abreast with what is going on. So we all deliberated, discussed all these things. Then we said that, okay, going forward, I think this is what happened. Something, it will, I send it to you and let me read this for you for the benefit of our listeners. I received this from Dr. Abdul Ghanu, head, corporate affairs, NIE. Now, based on the figures we put, we put across, we are saying that people who are qualified to register now is 19.9, if I got you right. Now, the statistics as at 3rd August, so look at the date, 3rd August, they have registered 17,188,609, and they have issued out 16,567,460. So if you look at these figures, then technically we are left with about 2.8 million to get their cards. And this, the NBA registration is continuous. So it's not that they have finished, it's not static. It's continuous. And we are also worrying at continuous registration. So it means that while we are, we have two years to finish the registration for the 2024 election, they are also uh, continuously registering uh, Ghanaians. So if you put the figures then we are talking of about 2.7. So are we saying that they cannot use two years to register 2.7? So we are of the view that to establish the identity of Ghanaians and their ages so that our district offices will not become battle grounds. Then let's go by the, 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 I mean the acceptable way that come with your voter ID card. So the way you come and no party is there, even your Ghana card is an evidence. And again, if you come with a Ghana card, it does not mean that you cannot be challenged. So it is possible that some people might have also acquire the Ghana card through fraudulent means. If anybody knows that, they can still challenge them. So we want to establish this, so that we can have smooth registration, that is a continuous one. Again, initially, there was this argument that we were going to compare new voters register. I want to state it here emphatically, that this is for only those who have not registered. Mm. So we are not talking of new voters registration. It's for those who have not registered right. and by our the figure that we got our interpretation is that 
for every year, we about 450,000 will turn out 18. So that is the target for per year. So since 2020, we have two years. That's why that now, by our estimation, we have 900,000 put to register. So I don't see why we so, will be... So by the, by the time of the elections, you are looking to sort of, is it a mop-up, get an extra almost 2 million people onto the register. Is that the case? Exactly. Right. And, and when do you plan to end the registration process, even though what you are seeking to kick in now is continuous registration? When will it end so that someone may not have the opportunity to register after that point? Thank you. Now, if you look at the somebody called the Kennedy issue, the Kennedy issue was about not being allowed to register because we said we have finished registration. It's not about identity. So with the continuous registration, that issue is cured. Then again, the laws... So, so, so please clarify this for me, that once the window of continuous registration or the regime of continuous registration sets in, there will not be a deadline for people who want to register uh, to get a voter's ID. Is that it? Yes, you are right. But the law says that but you raise less than 50 days to an election. Okay. Then you will be registered all right, but your name will not be included in that particular election okay. because we need the figures to plan. We need the figures to print. Uh, on that basis, do you have the assurance from the NIA that the some two, uh, two million, a little over two million that is left to be um, registered for the NIA card? they will be able to finish that? According to them, by the end of this year, they would have cleared them. According to, because if you look at 20, 22 years ago, they had registered around 6 million. And now it's 17. For two years, they have registered about one, uh, seven, 11 million. So clearly, even though they may not be going the way we want it, they are going. And okay. NIA is doing continuous registration. Right. We also they, want to they, do there's 17 million who have registered and there's 16.5 million who have their ID cards. Do you have an idea what number of that constitute foreigners who are not entitled to participate in our elections? I don't have that, those figures, but they, they are, the man, the man, uh, foreigners, according to them, they are significant figures. So I, 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 I have no request for those figures. They, they, According to them, all everybody they want to register is around the, the, the 19 point now, approximately 20 million. The main, so, reason, the, the main reason you are not susceptible to the proposal for other forms of identification is to cure non Ghanaians finding themselves on the register. Is that it? You're 100% right. Is it something? The political parties. Uh, see, everybody in Ghana knows what I'm talking about. That every time our resistance centers become battleground. And this, uh, there's no reason apart from the, accusing each other of raising non ghanaians or raising minors. That's the reason why. So if you're not able to cure that, then we are transferring the battle from the police station to our offices. And so, that is what we want to cure. So eventually, if Parliament does not agree to your proposal, and uh, brings in other sources of identification. What will you? How will you feel about it? It will feel bad, but everybody will get to know when the religious is done on us. 
Because what we want to avoid, if Parliament does not agree, and we go to the federal, you see the fight. Then you said that probably if we are listening to the Electoral Commission, we would have avoided it. Let's check from history. Let's check from history. Mm. The, 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 mm. There's the parties who will be accusing each other, not the Electoral Commission. Mm. They, know they, they will come and even accuse the Electoral Commission of perpetuating or facilitating the realization of minors and foreigners. Are you, what is our are you amenable to giving yourselves a last opportunity to use the system as it persists at least to uh, for the 2024 elections so that other sources of identification will be included i mean something we want to avoid the fight we want to avoid post registration tedious screening and the rest so for us and we are convinced that based on the record where they have, uh, if we know the 70 million were registered from 2018, so we are talking about four years. So if they are able to register 17 million within four years, why can't they register the other figures within two years? Okay. So House of 17 million is about 8.5. Uh, and we are talking of 2 million. How many people do we have on the register, the electoral roll? 17.0 something. So approximately 17 million. So yeah. if you were able to take care of the problems of 17 million on the register, and you are looking to take care of the problems of 2 million that will come on, what, what's the issue? What's the problem? Something that should be easy for you to do. We can do that. But the rest that the conflict led with loss of life and other things, and one person dying, you can't cure it. Just, just one. Okay. I was uh, so nobody should use lose a, stri a stripe of hair because of lessons. So okay. there is there are issues that we want to address. Mm. No, we should, and the issue, as Professor Kwabon said, is about mistrust. Okay. Because if you trust that the right thing will be done, all these things will not be coming up. Let, let me let me allow my guests the opportunity to speak back to you, or as it were, ask one or two questions, and then. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll let uh, Elvis speak before uh, you come in again before we take a break. So, um, Dr. Kwapon, San Kwapon, Kofi Bentel, and Nanaya, um, the ball is in your court. Who wants to say what or ask what? Which I want question? to go first. I want to ask a question. All right, ladies first. Yes, because as we are talking about the numbers that the NIE has registered, we need to do some exercise. Dr. Strimbo is saying that on the uh, role, electoral role, we have 17 million people. And NIE is saying that they have registered 16 million people. How many of these, we should ask the NIE, are eligible to vote? Mm -hmm. We are making this noise, we haven't found out. Mm -hmm. How many? Because if you say that you have on the role 17 million people, it is left with a few to register to get the card about maybe two million. How many of these people are eligible to vote? Because in there we have 15 years. What percentage of the people registered are 15 years? What percentage are 18 years and above? So we know exactly where we stand. But these are some of the things that brings mistrust. You are telling us that you have registered bulk, 16 million people, including 15 year olds, 17 year olds, 16 year olds how many people we need to know because if we do not know 
then it means that the issues are not being discussed at all. Okay. No. Okay. Yes, Kofi. Right. So I think Dr. Kweku and the whole EC must appreciate something. One, their job constitutionally given is to facilitate for everyone who is qualified to vote. It is not to restrict. So that should be clear. And in facilitation, they must understand that a voter ID card is not necessary. It is a voter registration, a compilation, as the Constitution has said, that compile a list of persons who are eligible to vote. To compile that, at the time the law was made for the EC, we did not have a national identification authority. In the hierarchy of institutions, an authority on a subject is the highest body to conduct that. So today in Ghana, the law gives the NIA the power to compile identification. And then the EC should use that. So you can get an extract from the NIA that fits the law as your electoral register. And then the voter ID card is the NIA card. However, if the NIA today unreasonably has not been able to do its job, you cannot say that if the person is a Ghanaian, qualifies on everything, and the person does not have an NIA card, you will not let them vote. That's not your job. Your job is to satisfy yourself. If you read all the allies there, that the uh, polling officer there will satisfy himself that the person is qualified to vote and has not voted already. When you read all these laws together, it means that you cannot make a rule that says without a Ghana card, even if you have everything, you cannot vote. I assure the EC, if they go along this line, we will have a massive problem because I can see a long line of people going to sue them and I think they will win. Mm. Yes, John. You see, and, you know, Kofi ended on the note of um, a potential lawsuit. And that is my worry, that sometimes on some of these issues that I sincerely believe we can find administrative ways to resolve it, because if there's always this sort of tension and impasse, that everything becomes a legal issue that has to be resolved legally. But even after a legal resolution, we still have to come back to an administrative process to implement that legal resolution. Now, my question, my only question and response to Dr. Srebo is, you cannot always anticipate what would happen as time goes on. So uh, like Samson just asked you, is there a small chance and a small possibility that the EC, given all the conversation that is going on, would be somewhat amenable to the idea that even if the Ghana card is going to be the primary document, they are willing to say, but in the event that we are willing to make some exceptions and allow, let's say, an individual with a birth certificate to, to, you know, to, to, to register. I understand your concern about the tensions between the political parties and they and they are the ones who sort of fuel all of these issues every election becomes an election for us to resolve you know um you know uh, election integrity issues and ensuring a credible register and putting all kinds of measures in place to make sure that only those who are eligible to vote 
are registered and can vote. And I know, I understand, the EC gets caught in that crossfire. But that's my only question, which Samson already asked is, would you at least consult the gods and say, maybe we are amenable to this? Mm. Uh, thank you very much. So, Dr. Kwaku, let's hear you before I come to um, uh, Avisa Free Ankara. And I think that question is very central. Because if you have done a register of 17 million Ghanaians and you say it is fit for purpose, that you have no foreigners on it, your major concern is foreigners, and now you are going to open the opportunity for only 2 million potentially, and you can't save that 2 million to add onto this fit for purpose register, then it does appear there's a problem. You don't agree? Nanaya asked the first very legitimate question. Can we go on? Yes. There's a problem because it is not easy cleaning the register. So if you can avoid it, why don't you avoid it? That is the issue. Then my brother said, we have to, if you can consult the God, who rather consult God, not God's. For us, for uh, us, we believe, mm. we believe that we have three years at least to add the approximately two million that we are talking about in terms of uh, uh, NIA, in terms of electoral commission. Doc, doc, for please, now, doc, please remember that you are talking about an NIA which has gone to parliament and told parliament that they needed 300 million to complete their activities and they have received only 180 million yes i agree but upon all these difficulties we are you and i are agreeing that they have to register 19.9 if that is because right and they have managed to register 17. so they, within the difficulties they are they are given results gradually that i'm saying that we are convinced that if we all focus on that and put our mind on it, that it is achievable, it will be achieved. But for now, electric machine has not looked at the other way. It is only one probably. Maybe we have got into the end of 2023 and there are issues, then the commission may look at it. But for now, we believe that we, they can achieve them. Even by the end of this year, I believe they will be hitting a target. So I, we are convinced that it is doable. Let us all focus, put our mind to it, and we will achieve them. Mm. Okay. Then again, mm. yes. if you look at the continuous registration that we are talking about, it is very cost effective because we are not going the rituals of recruiting hundreds of thousands of people. We are going to use our permanent staff. So if you bring in people who will be fighting the register, going to them. Because in a district, you may get about three people who are going to do the register. They will come, and that will come a battleground. It comes a tedious issue. So we have, we have the belief, without shaking of doubt, any doubt, that it is doable. Mm. And I, I think, continue I think what you just spoke about is the continuous registration, which is already exactly. provided for in your previous law. Yes. Um, it's already provided for in your previous law. So it is not this CI that is going to provide for continuous registration. I think we yeah. all embrace that. The last time, before the last elections, I asked you about the continuous registration, where you were, when you were going to operationalize it. 
And your response was that the EC was going to consult with the political parties extensively to have an agreement before you will implement that. Can you say yes. at this point that you have concluded that um, consultation process? Now, John and I, today, we have done a lot of discussions. And as of now, we have even established a team that will go, but if after the law has been passed, then we'll go into the nitty bit of it, the details of it, which Nanaya himself is serving on it. And the joy in it is that NDC has nominated somebody to come and serve on it. So when the law is passed, then you can now look at the details of it. Because it's continuous registration. Mm. But you and I know that we cannot do it every day, Saturday, Sunday, and the rest. So the committee will sit. That even though it's continuous, maybe every week we can do it on maybe Monday to this and that. So those things will be done. All right. Let's let's uh, finally hear from let's hear from Elvis. And uh, reading uh Osampofo's uh, statement, one of the issues that bothers him is that the NDC has not been consulted as promised by the EC. But that's the challenge we have now, isn't it? That you are not at the uh, at IPAC, mm. and that is the place of the consultation. Is that not so? Yes. Yes. How else could I it have consulted major, you? I'll, I'll deal with that. Okay. It's a major issue, and I raised seemingly legitimate issues, and I'll deal with that, and I'll provide evidence to that effect. But I think I am getting very worried because Dr. Stribwar is the director of electoral services. Decisions of the EC must be based on facts, statistics, analysis, and data. Now he's saying they believe, they are convinced, they are focused. Is the EC now a church? He spoke about facts first. Which facts? The facts that there are 17,183, uh, 17,183,609 persons mm -hmm. who have been registered, and out of that number, 16.5 million, uh, uh, a little over that, Good. have received their cards. There's uh, just a little over 2 million Good. to Good. be mopped up. Good. And the key question is that, and you thankfully raised the issue of even budgetary allocation to the NIA that you're dealing with an entity that you do not have control over. So what if tomorrow, in two years, the NIA says, look, we, we cannot, we have not been able to. What are you going to do? So it must not be based on belief or conviction. It must be based on facts. And Nanaya raised a question that we had asked way back 2021, that, look, what is the total number of Ghanaians, non-Ghanaians registered, total registration figure by region and districts, statistics on document use are proof of citizenship, and Nanaya raised a critical fact. Of the 17 million, how many of them are eligible to vote? To vote? Then we'll be having a more meaningful conversation. Secondly, you see, He's using some very false equivalence. He's talking about violence at the polling stations and they want to avoid. The violence at the polling stations came about because they wanted to do a new register in an election year, six months to an election, which was even against the ECOWAS protocols. And there were so many issues. The previous year, they had spent millions of dollars refurbishing their equipment. All that equipment was going to be wasted. So there were issues that led to the tensions. I mean, people who were firing guns, MPs who said they firing gun, fired guns, they don't they know about them. So it is those conditions that created the tension. So you cannot use that as a basis for a continuous registration that you yourself said will be done at a district level. Somebody turns 18, he goes to the office, goes to register. Where is, where, what is going to be the tension? So it's a false analogy that he's making. The point we are making, I want to make it very clear, is that in terms of registering people, 
there are international protocols that guide them. Reasonableness. Ghana is not an island. You have your primary document so that just in case people for whatever reason, and in this case we have good reason, you don't have control over the NIA. They've not been able to fulfill all their targets over the years. So we've seen a certain trend. So we're saying, hold on, it's dangerous to depend on only the NIA. The law that sets you up says you must create the enabling environment for anybody who wants to register to register. So why don't you have a backup? A backup in terms of guarantors, in terms of passport, in terms of driving. That's very reasonable. Because the NIA could fail to exactly. get your promise. So when you insist against all reason and against all logic and against all common sense and against all analysis, then you are now feeding into that suspicion that, look, but, there has to be but some back agenda. The thing I had asked you yeah. earlier, is it possible? Because if, if the NDC was in agreement, mm -hmm. we would definitely not be having this discussion. Is it possible to have a certain look at a certain cooperative, you know, process? Okay. To make sure that there are about two million that are not registered, or a little over two million that are not yet registered, will register and receive their cards in good time, so they can go and register. And I think somehow it's very is is like you say, try logic to agree with you that um, it is not the the. It is not the the absence. It is not the absence of a Ghana card for continuous registration that will create chaos when there is a continuous registration. So that analogy clearly has is faulty. But are you able to cooperate and look for, look forward to being able to recent history? Recent history, okay. We had a Minister of Communication says, I'm given a deadline. It's the same, actually. I'm given a deadline for registration of SIM cards. The NIA says, look, we don't work according to deadline. That's right. What would you do to them? They are an authority on their own. You are not, you don't have control over them. If touch wood, it gets to that point and they've not been able to register, what would you do? You would have passed this uh, 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 law already. You see? So there's a certain problem with the logic. Now, let me just read what Honorable Kwame Abuja sent to me. Mm. It, it relates to SIM cards, but it's associated. Okay? He says, population of Adaklu, based on 2021 census, is 38,649. Population of those 15 years and above is 24,799. Those who are qualified to get a Ghana card. NIA cards registered up to last month is 2,534. I would say 20%. This is less than, this is about 11%. Mm. Okay? Breakdown. 1,844 cards printed. 690 90 cards yet to be printed. How are those in Adaklu expecting to do their SIM registration? And in this context, how are they supposed to get their NIA card? How are they expected to assess their bank accounts? How will they get onto a new EC register? Yeah. I, Note I've, that I've, there are I've, many places... I've heard him ask this question of, yes. the, of the NIA boss himself, Professor Ken Atefa, and I didn't get the answer to that. So, uh, and a uh, quick one, just a quick one. Dr. You know, you know mm -hmm. even with the NIA, when you go to the NIA and you don't have the primary documents, you are allowed to use secondary documents anyway. So what is this thing about this fixation that the, you must use the Kweku, do you in see, spite of all the facts Dr. available Kweku, to us? When you take a dark clue, do you see a genuine concern here? Uh, 24,000 persons there 
are eligible are 15 years and above. And yet, 2,500 of them have uh, registered, 1,800 have their cards. So if you look at it, it, will, it may seem that, you know, there's a certain disproportionate um, injustice, so to speak, <laughs> that a, a constituency like that will suffer uh, in the current circumstances if it prevails. What do you say? Something I, I believe it should, uh, this question should have been answered by NI. Because I believe that they have an office there. And if they have an office there, this should not be a challenge. Because the actual commission used 38 days. 38 days. 38. To raise the 17 million we are talking about. So if now they are, I, I listened to Professor Tifa, and he's saying that even the replacement and the correction center, they are moving them to the district from Monday. So if they are activating them, everything on Monday at the district, by the end of this year, 20 something million, 20 something thousand, they can easily complete restrict them. Mm. So unless, uh, unless maybe at the Kuru, it doesn't have a district office. So that is my view. Now, with respect to a few anchors issue of the conflict happening because of our desire to register within the election year, he should go back to 1995. That was even the first time that, and the only time I know that even our staff were assorted. At that time, we were not talking of this registration. Every time we compile register, the parties will fight over legibility issues, and the end result is that they will destroy materials. In 2016, I was in the Central region. If you go to Odium, so since we were registering there, if you go to Ginyase, Commercial School, we're registering there. You go to Mampong, 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 Chief Palace, they were raising there. They went there, destroyed all my, my all our materials. That was not 2020. I talk about 2016, issue of legibility issue. So we have sat through all these things. And at the end of the day, the laws mandated to compile the register. Mm. So when they do all these things, then they will turn around and accuse the Electoral Commission, okay. you have done this, right. you have done that. Now, yeah. we want to avoid it, you said, you will not agree. Obviously, now uh, it is up to Parliament to determine whether or not this will stand. And according to our lawmaking process, this proposed CI, if Parliament has an issue with it, it has to be withdrawn. Uh, they are not allowed to amend, amend what is tabled. Once it's tabled and they have a fault with it, it has to be withdrawn. You don't amend it. But before it is tabled for the period that it has to last, then it has to be what uh, you expect to mature. Uh, we will take a quick break here and return to share with you the views of Ghanaians who are joining uh, this discussion. And then we will ask the question, what do you think of the move by the Electoral Commission to quote-unquote, sanitize its register of political parties. We'll be right back.